0: Welcome to 5 Minutes of Pastor Jesus Christ. It's still the same yesterday, today, and forever. It's such a blessing to be with you once again this morning. I'm still sharing concerning the unpardonable sin, and I believe you are learning some few things that will, will really help you. you see, today I want to share with you who it is that can commit that particular sin. You know, In the Scriptures, in, in, in the New Testament, the Bible shows us who it is that can commit this particular sin. And if you look at um, Hebrews chapter 10, from verse 26, there's a very interesting scripture there Okay, that I want to show you Hallelujah. He says, For if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth. Now he's talking to Christians, he's talking to believers now. He says, For if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth. You know, he, the word knowledge there is a prognosis that is coming into full maturity, full knowledge, full, concise, and precise knowledge of the truth. Who is the truth? He's talking about Christ. Okay, he says, For if we sin willfully after that we have received the knowledge of the truth. There remain no more sacrifice for sins. Hallelujah. But a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries. And it says, He that despised Moses' Lord died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sorrow punishment, suppose ye, shall he be thought worthy who has trodden underfoot the Son of God and has counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing and has done despite unto the Spirit of grace? Hallelujah. Now, this is very interesting. This is a very interesting portion of the scripture. He's actually writing to believers. And he says, For if we sin willfully after that, we have received the knowledge of the truth. He's talking about the full knowledge of the truth. You see, he's talking about those who have grown in the Lord, mature in the Lord to a certain point, and come, to, I mean, gotten to know Christ into detail. He says, If they should sin willfully, you see, he says, if they should sin willfully, and what's what it he's talking about? He explains it for you. Okay? He says, if they should, they should sin willfully after that, they have received the knowledge of the truth. There remain no more sacrifice for sins. No more sacrifice for sins. But a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation which shall devour the adversaries. He that despised Moses' Lord died without mercy under two of the witnesses. Then he says, Of how much sorrow punishment suppose he shall be thought worthy who has trodden underfoot the Son of God? So the willful sin that he's talking about in this case is actually trodden underfoot the Son of God. It says, and has counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified, wherewith the person was sanctified, an unholy thing, and has done despite unto the spirit of grace. The, the word despite means to insult the spirit of grace. Hallelujah. So he's talking about Christians who have come to the full knowledge of the truth, precise, full knowledge. Tomorrow I'll show you exactly what he means. You know? He's talking about Christians who have actually come to the full knowledge of the truth, the epignosis of the truth, the full knowledge, full, precise knowledge of the truth. And have counted the blood of Christ of non effect, have insulted the blood that Jesus' blood does not do anything. You see, it says the blood of the covenant, which by which he was sanctified an unholy thing, and has done despite unto the spirit of grace. You see, it says how, how how much sorrow punishment suppose they cannot be forgiven, they cannot be redeemed, they cannot be brought back. You see, these are people who have gotten to know the Lord. They know they know the Lord. They've gotten to know the Lord. They've gotten to know Jesus Christ for themselves. They know that this is the Christ, and have come back again to say that He is not the Christ, after they've gotten to know Him into detail. Hallelujah! And that's where the problem is. He says it is it is impossible. Now, there's a certain scripture in Hebrews chapter six that even explains it properly, and I want us to look at it. Hebrews chapter six. I'm reading from verse four now. He says, "For it is impossible." Now, this is this is it. He says, "For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened, and have tasted of the heavenly gifts, and were made partakers of the Holy Ghost, and have tasted the good word of God, and the powers of the Lord to come, if they shall fall away, to renew them again unto repentance. See, they crucify to themselves the Son of God afresh, and put him to an open shame." You see, I'll explain this very very well to you tomorrow. Okay, but he's talking about he's talking about those who have come to the full knowledge of the Lord. And have counted his blood not worthy. Or have made an insult to that particular name. This thing is not for just any Christian. It's talking about those who have come to full maturity. And very few Christians have come to that full maturity. There are those who have come to the full maturity. That sometimes some people have been in the ministry for so long. After some time they come to see that Jesus Christ is no more the Lord of their lives. That is what the problem is. Hallelujah. I'll show you again and explain to you better tomorrow. I love you very much. I'll see you. God bless you. Bye-bye.